Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, Scott Holler, AD and head coach at Oak Creek. He's up in the Dells. So what's going on up in the Dells, Scott? Uh, my son TJ has uh, has a tournament up here this weekend with with his travel team. So uh, we played two games yesterday. We got another one at two o'clock. So um, and then based on how we do, probably a couple tomorrow. Hopefully. How did uh, yesterday go? I'm uh, good. They they went two and zero uh, and played some good baseball. It was, it's warm up here um, sure. and it's nice. Woodside. We're at the Woodside Sports Complex. Beautiful facility. Um, all turf fields, uh, infield and outfield. So, so yeah, a lot of big tournament, a lot of teams up here, some good competition. So, yeah, we're having a good time. Scott, I'll tell you this, and you know this already, but, uh, you know, w- when I talk to any of the kids that Matthew played AAU basketball with, and there, a lot of them are now married and have kids and all that. We, and we won basketball tournaments literally all over the country, and they never talked about winning tournaments what they talked about was throwing the kid in the pool me yelling at him for sneaking out of their room you know all of that stuff and i'm sure that your son those kids this is the kind of stuff where we're building memories so we we you're exactly right mike so last night you know after the games were done and we're we're right on site here the the woodside has a you know hotel or whatever right there and there's this huge like sort of walkway where you can you know cook out and hang out and the kids can run around and stuff. And there, there was about, there was a wiffle ball game going on last night at about seven o'clock with about 50 kids, 60 kids from our organization, boys and girls. 
Um, and it was one of the coolest things. It reminded me of, you know, old school pictures or the scene in the sandlot on the 4th of July when they're just out there playing baseball. And it was so cool to see because obviously, as you know, you know, everyone's so hooked up to being indoors or, you know, obviously with COVID, but now being outside again and kids being kids, it, it was special. I took a picture of it. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, our next guest, and I'll tell you what, this uh, this Kenosha Trepper team is the real deal. This is an awfully good baseball program. John Matera is the head coach at, at Tremper. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Doing great, Mike. How are you? Good. Hey, John, how long have you been uh, the head baseball coach at Kenosha Tremper? Uh, this is my 18th year as the head coach. Um, I'd been in the program in various capacities as a varsity assistant and JV coach for 11 years. Uh, prior to that, started back in uh, 1993 and then took over the head coaching uh, role in 2004 as my first season. Well, I'll tell you what, um, awfully good year this year. And wondering, and, and Scott and I have had these discussions, not only Scott and I, but a number of coaches throughout the state. You know, how special was it for you to, to get back to coaching baseball after last year? It's been, you can't even really measure it in words, just seeing the excitement on the kids' faces, getting back to practice, whether it be the contact days we had prior to the season or the open gyms, just being able to provide the kids with an outlet to do something productive, something that they love, something that they can do together, and have that shared enthusiasm was something you really can't put a value on, and it's it's something that, just talking about it, um, it really uh, wells up the emotions just thinking about what all these kids have been through and seeing them now uh, having come so far is uh, has, has meant a lot to not only me but just like my, my colleagues as well um, in the in the coaching fraternity just talking about that that common um, that common theme of getting back to things and giving kids something productive to do hey Scott yeah. what, hey Scott can I ask when uh, when you guys looked at the year, did you know um, coming into the year that Tremper was going to have the kind of year that they're having? Yeah, we did. Um, you know, they 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 also uh, in the preseason. You know, Joe Waite does an unbelievable out, and uh, and we knew Tremper and Franklin um, were going to be fantastic teams this year. We know Indian Trail was going to be good, and it all played out kind of exactly how we thought it would in terms of you know John had a had a great group of kids. Uh, two years ago, um, they were very competitive. He had a, a really nice pitcher as a freshman two years ago, Torin Burns, who has you know developed into into his ace, and he's had some other guys step up. He had Ben Lloyd, who's a Notre Dame commit, playing shortstop. He's got Joel Riccio at catcher. I'm kind of stealing all his thunder here when we talk about it. <laughs> it's but, all right, but but I'm but I'm going to be honest with you. It was it was a joy, you know. I I I just love coaching against quality programs and playing against quality programs like John. John John runs a, a very stand-up, a very classy program, and his kids emulate that. And, you know, it's, you know, I, I loved talking to, they took two out of three from us last week, this week, and, but it, it was a pleasure during the game, you know, to compete against classy kids. And Joe Riccio is classy, and Ben Lloyd is classy, and, you know, they get that from John, and and it and it and it shows, and so he he's had a great year. Um, he he's really done a nice job, and their their lineup's tough. You know, one through nine, uh, they they had. I think their John, what's your nine hitter have two hits against us the other night, and triple the night before, and. 
So he, he's got a really nice team, and they do things the right way. They do a little bit of everything. Uh, John's a great coach, and he, he's been doing it a long time, and it, it's a really special team he's got. So uh, now that I took, now that I talked about his whole team, <laughs> we'll let him talk about it. Hey, John, let's talk about that Oak Creek team. No, no I'm just kidding. Hey, John, when, when, you, when you have to take a year off like you guys did, and the players that Scott just talked about, you know, those are the kids you have to go to and say, hey, look, we, and we had talked to a coach earlier in the show. We, we can't get away from baseball for a year. We have to get better. And how difficult was that as a staff and, and for you as the head coach to try to make sure these kids stayed engaged and stayed in love with baseball? Well, that's a, that's a great question. And, and before I answer it, i got to shoot that same compliment back to Scott. I mean, we could go on and on about uh, our conference and just the, the class involved at in our conference and and how our conference coaches really value uh, kids and giving them positive experiences. And, and Oak Creek is, is right there at the top of the list. And it was just a pleasure competing against Scott and his kids this past week. They played the game the right way. And they say that iron sharpens iron. I mean, they, they helped us become a better team this past week. Uh, and, I, and I hope the same is true uh, for them. But to, to answer your question, um, there was a lot of communication. I think everything comes back to communication uh, Last summer, the WIA provided the spring sports with contact days. I believe they said they they could have up to 30. We used about half that many uh, during the month of July in our school district and tried to connect with as many kids as we could. In essence, we took every kid who was on our tryout list, and they became part of our program during uh, the summer of 2020 for the contact days. And then we did some inter-district scrimmages with Bradford and Indian Trail, and really didn't uh, play out like a normal game plays out, but it was an opportunity for kids to get out there in July and play some baseball. And then it just became a matter of maintaining communication with the kids and with the parents and trying to encourage opportunities. And And Scott, Scott could be one of the first to tell you, in, in our area of the state, there are so many outlets for kids to play baseball, whether it be showcases or private lessons or camps or just different uh, club teams. Uh, so fortunately, the kids had ignited that fire um, themselves and wanted to continue baseball and, and did so throughout the summer, and, and many of them did it in the fall. And fortunately, uh, when we started our open gyms and contact days, their arms were in shape. Uh, they really didn't miss a beat. Um, everyone missed the high school season, and we really feel for those seniors from 2020 who missed out. But I think in a way, it helped make high school the high school baseball experience more important to the current kids because they realized what they had lost last year yeah i'll just add i want to add one thing that and john you know you and i have talked about this and and you and i are are baseball nerds um you know we we go to every clinic we can we watch every every video we can to make our our kids better and you and i talked about how there was a lot of teaching we had to do this season, and those contact days were huge. Um, you know, because and I've always said this: I said the, the high school uh, teams and programs, you know, that that do it the right way. There's a lot that the kids get out of it, and you know, whether it's cutoffs, whether it's first and third situations, whether it's rundowns, whether it's base running, because there's certain things that just maybe don't get covered elsewhere. And you know, one of the one of the joys of this season for me as it, it almost took me back to when I was a freshman coach many years ago of you we were starting from scratch, you know, not having these guys. And, and I talked to Mike about it at the beginning of the show, 
if you didn't have these sophomores, you know, and you and I were lucky, we had a couple of them that are on our teams this year as seniors, but if you didn't have them as sophomores, you were pretty much instilling, you know, a lot of things you, you didn't get to instill uh, last season. So um, did, did you agree? Do you agree with that? There was so much teaching that went on this year and, and the kids, I think really responded well to it. Absolutely. And I, and I felt that we had a, we, we had a responsibility as coaches to do that teaching, not only from a baseball standpoint, but in order to prepare our teams to compete. I think it was a week after tryouts started, I believe right. we had our first conference game. So it was yep. it was a lot of long practices. It was very condensed. I mean, it was pretty intensive. And I thought the kids really did a great job of absorbing the information. And certainly we made some mistakes early on just because of lack of experience in the season. But as right. things have gone on, that teaching has become more important, and we've seen the, I guess, the fruit of the, la- the those labors as the yep. seasons played out, and the kids have been able to execute more with more experience. We we're talking to the head baseball coach at Kenosha Tremper. They uh, they tied for the conference win, tied for the conference lead, and and that conference, you know, is a good baseball conference with Franklin and, and Oak Creek and and Tremper and uh, Kenosha Bradford. And for them to be able to uh, to tie with Franklin uh, for the the winner of that conference is a really big deal. When you look at the brackets, John, other than Muskego, it's almost like an SEC um, round robin. Uh, Oak Creek and Franklin are on the other side, but it's you'll get the winner of the Racine Case Racine Horlick game, and then Indian Trail and Bradford play, and Racine Parker play Muskego. I know it's difficult because a lot of the teams are right in that area, but it'd be nice to get to be able to play some some teams outside of the conference. And if you go deep in the playoffs, you get a chance to do that. But you know, the first couple of games, you're probably going to see some conference fall, right? Well, you'll see how it plays out. You're right. Um, our, our regional final game will be the winner of, of uh, Case Horlick, and, and then you never know how how things are going to come out on the other side of the bracket. Uh, we're familiar with, uh, obviously, the teams in our conference. Uh, we know Muskego is very good. And if you look at the other side of our sectional bracket, it's, in essence, a conference tournament for the Southern Lake. Yep. So it's a little bit different this year in that the WIA has placed teams into smaller pods geographically. So it'll be interesting, but we know there are some power arms in our sectional, and we're going to have to play well in order to go deep into the playoffs. Hey, Scott, I'm sorry. Can I follow up uh, with John on a question? I had asked Scott this um, in the first segment, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the same because I'm always interested in, in coaching philosophies. Are, are you a guy that, that, that when you have two games in a day um, or two games in two days, is there, is there a gambler side of you that says, look, if I throw my number two or three here today, I'm going to be able to keep my one for tomorrow or this afternoon or for two days, are you looking at things that way? Or are you the kind of guy that, that says, look, if we don't win today, we're not playing tomorrow. So I'm going to throw my one in this first game and I'm going to throw my two in this game and you go down the line. Or are you a guy that kind of looks at it and says, look, if we can, if I throw my two or three, we might be able to beat this team and then get to this and I'm going to need this number one to beat this team. Great question. That's something that baseball coaches have been talking about forever. And I'm more the uh, the latter, where in a single elimination tournament, it doesn't really matter what your record is. It's about what happens during that game. And we all know that in a seven-inning game, things can get a little bit crazy, and and sometimes uh, the unforeseen happens. So I'm more the one to say, let's go with our top pitcher in this game, and let's survive in advance, and then we'll we'll live to play the next game, and we'll figure it out from there. 
Hey, I, guys, I think the next time I have a poker game, I'm going to invite you you baseball coaches because I don't think you boys like to gamble much, and I don't think any of you guys can bluff. So I'm going to invite all you baseball boys to play in poker games That because I think maybe I get a chance to win 10 or 15 bucks from you boys. That's what I'm thinking. These are non-gamblers. I'd be, I'd be throwing the guy that threw four innings going, look, go out and give me three and see if we can't get to that next game. That's why nobody would ever hire me. To, be, to have their baseball program. We're, hey, John, can we hold you over for one more segment? Sure thing. He is John Matera. He is the head baseball coach, Kenosha Tremper. And uh, as Scott talked about, man, they, they've had a really good year. And we're going to ask John about uh, some of the players that are making this team go. But they got the one seed. They will play the winner of Racine Case um, against Racine Horlick. And uh, they will play that game on Thursday, June 17th. And then if they get uh, get past that one, Monday the 21st is an awfully big uh, big day for them. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show. Mitch playing the gambler because we're talking to these gamblers, these baseball coaches. I, I love that. Well done, Mitch. I am Mike McGivern alongside Scott Holler, the AD and head coach at Oak Creek. Play that song in case you missed it. Because I've asked these guys, look, do you ever gamble on this? Do you throw your your number one or do you wait a couple of days? If you if you advance, now you got him nice and fresh. And all these guys are like, no, no, we're gonna we just think one game at a time. But that that's the reason I'm sitting at home and not coaching baseball, I think. <laughs> that is for sure. Hey, um, John, when when you get to this time of year again, John Matera, who's the head baseball coach at Kenosha Tremper. When you get to be this time of year, and I know Scott had talked about it with his kids where you go, okay, that season's done. Now this is a whole new season. 
Do you, do you find that kids that are you know 16, 17 years old um, really understand the one and done kind of thing, and they understand that they don't want to go home, they want to keep playing baseball? And do you see a change in the way the kids play this time of year compared to the normal season? I really don't see a, a change in the way the kids play, but I, I do see them uh, really fired up um, in anticipation of the postseason. I mean, we had our final regular season game yesterday. We're taking the weekend off and then getting back at it uh, this week, and they're just chomping at the bit to get back out there and get these tournament games going. And I think part of that is because many of them have been with us um, when we went to the sectional final in 2019 and, and some of them in 2018. So I think they, they're excited about the tournament. It's a unique tournament and that it's one and done. Uh, but they're just they're ready and they're excited to get going with it. Hey, Scott, if you go on WISSports.net, um, it looks like looks like they won 67 and nothing against Receipt Park, and obviously that was not the score. But if you want to have some fun, John, you tell your boys, go on WISSports.net, and it says that uh, you guys played five innings against Racine Park yesterday and won 67 and nothing. And, I look, I know that that's not the case. What was the final yesterday? Um, that was 27 nothing. Okay. So it was pretty close to that for sure. Hey, when when you're playing um, the likes of Franklin three times in early June and then Oak Creek three times, you know, three days in a row, um, like you said, it, you want to get these kids prepared, ready to play uh, this time of year come playoff time. Is it is it good, do you think, to be able to have a game like that where you're in command pretty early and get a chance to throw a couple other guys and some guys maybe to move around and get everybody a couple of bats when when you're ending a season like that, like you had, and then be able to start the playoffs um, after having a little bit of fun like that? Well, I think it worked to get a number of kids in there yesterday. Uh, we had a, a couple of younger kids pitch the uh, the back end of the game with an inning each. And we did get everybody uh, some at-bats yesterday. Um, to your point about ending the season with three against Franklin and three against Oak Creek, I really felt that in those six games, our, our team matured and our team got better um, as a result of, of playing those games because we're seeing really quality pitching. We're in competitive games. Uh, we went one and two against Franklin, but all three of those games really felt like tournament games. Uh, the first two against Oak Creek were a little bit lopsided one way and then, and then the other. But that third game against Oak Creek, it had kind of a tournament feel to it because it was a situation where we jumped out to an early lead, and our message to the kids was, hey, let's not just coast. Let's keep attacking. Let's attack our at-bats. Let's attack the strike zone. Let's attack defensively. And we're not playing chase. We're just going to keep on the attack. And I felt like the kids really seized onto that and really played that game all seven innings. And it wasn't pretty in some ways, but the, the message has always been, it doesn't have to be pretty. You just have to figure out a way to get the 21 outs and outlast the other team. And I felt like uh, kids really matured as a result of, of playing a couple really uh, good series against high-quality opponents, and that's only going to help us come tournament time. Yeah, and just to add to that, Mike, that's that's one of the challenges when you do have a good season. I've always, always gotten a little nervous, gotten a little nervous when the tournament rolls around and you get that by. And, you know, so for example, we'll we'll have had one week off in between games. So you know, I know you went through this with basketball, Mike, and and John's obviously gone through it quite a bit. So you know, we're going to have to we're going to do a little inter squad Tuesday to see some good live pitching. You know, within our own team. Yeah, like football to take a week off. 
And so that that's the challenge you face, you know, and it's also a challenge sometimes when you play that regional game on Tuesday and maybe you play Hey Scott, we're we're losing you a little bit, Scott, and and I apologize for that. Um, but I think that's a really good idea to 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 have that kind of inner squad. And and Scott, if you can hear me, if look, I may have two innings left in this old arm. You need me to come over and and throw some batting practice to those boys at Oak Creek. You know, you you only have to bring one ball because they're not losing any on me. Yeah, whatever. Hey, John Matera, what um, what will you guys do? And uh, you, so you've given them the the weekend off, correct? And then you'll get back after it. Um, so t- are you worried about having some time off as well? I don't know if I'm I'm worried about it, but it's something that we just have to plan for to get the kids in competitive situations. And I think Scott mentioned they were going to do some sort of inner squad on Tuesday. We're planning uh, to do the same thing where we've got some live pitchers going against live hitters just to keep the kids in game mode because batting practice has a certain feel to it, uh, but when they're out there against an arm that's trying to get them out, it's a, it's a different feel. So we want to make sure we're preparing them for that so that way we go from Tuesday um, and then have a, a short workout on Wednesday and then we jump into that regional final game on Thursday. You know, um, if you want to bring it back like the old Gaylord Perry, you know, he's always hitting his, he's got a little substance on his fingers and stuff. Man, you call me, John. I'll come throw some live batting practice to those boys at Trepper. You know, I, I get that ball dancing a little bit. Well, maybe not. The church softball league has got my arm all all messed up. <laughs> hey, John, I, I really thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Um, good luck against uh, the winner of the Racine case, Racine Horlick game. And uh, again, we don't look ahead, but we plan ahead. You look down at the bottom end of that. You know, Muskego's got the two seed, Kenosha and Trill, and Bradford, the three six, who you're very familiar with. And then if you're able to get through that, you know, that Southern Lakes Conference, Union Grove, the Broncos have had an awfully good year. Absolutely. It's been uh, it's been a great year for a number of those teams. And our, our sectional has always uh, got some high-end talent in it. And if you win our sectional, you're, you're certainly prepared for state simply because of the, the caliber of the teams in it. So, and Mike and Scott, I really appreciate what you guys are doing um, for Wisconsin baseball and, and promoting it and getting the, getting the word out about our great game. Man, well, John, I pre- we appreciate it a lot, and and I got to tell you that having Scott, uh, you know, join me as a co-host is just uh, the last couple of years been really, really good, and it gives us a chance to to talk a lot of baseball throughout the entire state of Wisconsin. And and thank you so much for your time, and and have a good weekend. You guys also, thank you. You got it. That's John Matera, head baseball coach at Tremper. Scott, do we have you back? Yeah, I'm here. I, I hopefully you're hopefully you're hearing me. Yeah, I got you. Loud and clear. There there you go. And you know, I look just so you know, I, I can ice up the elbow for a couple of days if you need that that old KG veteran. Yeah, you just gotta find me a big boy uniform or I can wear some sweats, I guess, if that's what I need. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Adam Doberstein, head baseball coach at Pewaukee. Man, are they having a good year? We we have talked to some quality, quality baseball coaches, and we'll have another one from, um, from Pewaukee High School on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I tell you what, Mitch, if you were the DJ, I'd go to that disco. I'm getting pretty good at this thing, you got me kind of like that. Chair dancing is what they used to call that. Welcome back to the Pickett Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Live from the disco here at 1250 AM, the fan. Man, I was thinner and better looking back then. So thank you for playing that. All those memories. My co-host is Scott Holler. He's up in the Dells. And he is uh, up to watch his son play in a baseball tournament. And uh, good luck to them today in this kind of heat. Our next guest, head baseball coach at Pewaukee High School. Co-head baseball coach. And uh, they're 23-2. and two. And uh, the Pirates, I'll tell you what, winning, it, it gets contagious. And their basketball program obviously had a great year. And the baseball just picked right up. And 23-2 and two at this point. Adam Doberstein, how are you? I'm great, Mike. It's good to be with you and Scott. Uh, good morning to you. Hey, Adam, um, did you know coming in, and again, last year was so weird, and, and all the coaches, you know, the way you guys handled all that um, has been really impressive to me. But did you know coming into this year that you guys had a chance to, to have a really good year? Yeah, we did. Um, you know, we felt like two years ago in 19, we had a, a really nice year, and uh, we had four freshmen and a couple of sophomores on that team. So we had uh, maybe unlike a lot of teams, I know I heard Scott talking earlier about you know, having juniors and even a lot of seniors that it's your first year with them. We had a really nice nucleus of kids coming back uh, that had had that experience um, at the varsity level and that we knew. And um, so we, we felt like we were going to have a really nice team this year and they certainly have gone out and, and, uh, and performed. So um, it's been fun. 
Hey, hey, Scott, um, how much did you know about Pewaukee? Obviously, uh, Coach Darberson's been there a while now, and that program is one of the better programs, baseball programs in southeast Wisconsin. So I'm sure that that um, it wasn't a surprise that they're having a great year, but the kind of year they're having at 23-2, and two, but I don't know if anybody can predict that. Well, you know, the the one thing that, that Adam has done, and they've been so consistent over the years, is is they've always been competitive. And, you know, they're – They've had some years where you know they were they were really close, you know, really close to making it to the state tournament, and you know maybe won the conference championship but got knocked off. The playoffs are such a, you know, a, such a crazy animal within itself. Um, but this year, I think Adam will tell you, and he just did. You know, he, he's got some some high end arms first and foremost. You know, and that's where it starts. We all know that. Let's not act like it's any different from you know ten years old all the way up through professional baseball. You know, if you got arms you're going to be successful. And, and I think, I think everyone around the state knew um, just how special, you know, one of those, one of those arms is, is his own son, which uh, sure. you know, is one of my first questions. Uh, Logan, uh, Adam's son, Logan, who's committed to play at Kansas state. Um, you know, Adam, I asked Ryan McGinnis the same question. Um, how, how is, what kind of experience has it been to, to coach your own son at Pewaukee? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a special thing to get to do that. And, um, you know, I think it, it's, gotten easier you know as the three years has gone by um you know there's a maturation process that happens and so i think this year has been it's been really special and um it, it's a neat thing to to get to be able to do and and uh, to your point earlier i mean we we came in you know we have two division one scholarship arms i mean grant ross is a senior going to valparaiso uh, as good as it gets and, and logan is a junior uh, going to Kansas State, we we knew coming in that when you have that, you, you have a chance yeah. to be good. And and, and you know, we've been involved. Mark and I have been involved, you know, with our youth program now. But Logan's the oldest of seven Doberstein boys, so he's a junior. Oh. Oh. I I have a, wow. a sophomore, an eighth grader, and a and I'm sitting at a U seven game right now watching my seven year old <laughs> play. And oh Mark has an eighth grader, a fifth grader, and a and a third grader. So, but we've been involved, and so this whole group, seniors and juniors are kids that I've known and gotten to coach some, you know, going all the way back to eight years old. And so um, it's it just, it's a special group. Um, yeah. Hey, Scott, you know, we're going to, we're going to have uh, um, Adam on like 10 years from now and he'll be talking yeah. about his boys and nephews that are, you know, now they're sophomores. And it'll be like, come on, man, yeah. how many Dobersteins are there? He's sitting at a seven year old. Oh, that's awesome. I, I love that. Hey, when um, look, we talked about Logan as a freshman, um, and and he said, look, he's he's got some, he's got a skill set that if he gets better, gets stronger, continues on this path, he's got a chance to be pretty good. And, and with him going uh, to Kansas State, obviously, you know, he's a big time baseball player. He's a multi sport athlete, and you guys were very much in, involved in making sure that that he was well rounded with with all of that. Um, I'm sure that this has gone really quick for you, Adam, that the fact that now he's a senior and we're getting into the playoffs the last year that you're going to be coaching him. Well, he's actually just a junior this year. So, oh, I thought uh, he was a senior. No, so he's got another year. Man. It's, the rest it's of gone us fast anyway. Hey, yeah. Scott, it doesn't, sound, doesn't it seem like Logan's been there for like six years? <laughs> well, now – I was just gonna say now we're gonna now we're just gonna lose track of which Doberstein we're talking about. It oh. like. Oh. 
Well, I do you no know? That, I had no idea that he was the oldest. We're, the whole the southeast area is in trouble here. <laughs> I well, I love the fact that I. Th- why do I think he was? It seemed like I was on the sidelines for a football game where he was the starting quarterback like three years ago. But I thought he was a sophomore then. Man, yeah, good. He's, he's he, just a junior. Hey, Adam, you guys will he continue to be a multi-sport athlete? Yeah, you know he he will. He, he got to be a part of uh, the basketball team this year. He started for them and, yep. and part of a state championship run. And um, you know it, it's been a something that was important to him and important to me. And uh, to be quite honest, you know the schools he talked to, Kansas State's coaches were, you know, really genuinely supportive of the idea that he would continue to have that experience and and play all three. And that was a a, a piece of the reason why he he chose Kansas State and. Uh, so we're trying to just—it's hard to do because you know there's pressures and things that you feel, but you try to just live in the moment and enjoy the experience and where you are because you really don't know what the future holds. And so that's that's the way we've approached it. And I think Pewaukee in general has done a better job, you know, than, than maybe some schools in in trying to have a balanced approach and keeping kids playing multiple sports. And it's it's paying off right now. I mean, the groups that we have—seniors, juniors, sophomores—in our school. Um, are, are really special groups of kids and doing some special things in, in all sports. So, um, but it's not easy. Hey, th- hey, do you guys and and Scott? I'm going to ask you to put your AD hat on. Um, mm-hmm. do, you, do you guys uh, agree with me that that winning kind of like all of a sudden the basketball program had all the success, and it seems yeah. like that other programs they they just kind of like figure it out. Like, look, if they did it. Uh, we should be able to do it, and sometimes it's the same kids, and sometimes it's not. But it seems to be that when when one program in a school starts having a lot of success, it drags some of the other programs um, with it. And I know the baseball program, you guys have had a ton of success, but I'm wondering. I guess winning does breed winning, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll go first, and and Adam obviously just touched on it with Pewaukee and Joel Parr, my my head football coach, and and obviously my mentor, uh, growing up as a, as a young coach, um, we talk about this constantly, and it's one thing to talk about it, and you, you sit there and you say to yourself, look, when the football program at Oak Creek is good, and the baseball program is at Oak Creek is good, and the track program, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, obviously track and baseball being in the spring at the same time is a little different now, but those are the kids you want in the box. Okay. So, you know, Adam knows when his son takes the mound, he's like, well, he was on the court in the final minute of a championship basketball game at the free throw line, or, you know, you had a kid on fourth and one and it's not, I'm sorry, it's not talk. I, I, I've been doing this long enough now. And Adam's been doing this long enough. Now there is something you see. And, and I and I don't mean to pick on on guys that that specialize, but there is something that you see in a multi-sport athlete that they are unfazed in the big moment. And I I'm not going to lie, I've seen it at times this year with my team. And there's no replicating that competitive nature. Yeah, you can play baseball year round and and play competitive baseball. I get that, but there's something to be said about being in a different setting and what how how you develop and how you learn from teammates in other sports and how they handle you know that competitive nature and that adversity and it it translates man and and I we try as hard as we can at Oak Creek you know and um you know we're we're living in this world where, where parents are convinced 
um, their kid has to do this year round or they're not going to get a scholarship. And it's, and it's, they're wrong. I'm sorry. They're wrong. And I'll have that argument with anybody. Um, is your kid going to get better at that sport? Absolutely. But there's something innate, man. You get to the, you get to the higher level, the collegiate level. I love to hear that the Kansas state coaches told Logan to keep playing, uh, basketball and football. Um, cause, cause that's huge. So, you know, some people are going to disagree with everything I just said, and that's fine. But I, I truly, as a coach, I see it. Adam, your response to that? Yeah, I feel the same way, and I always have. Um, and I think, you know, for, for us as coaches, and my brother gets a lot of credit for this, you know, Mark and I became co-head coaches in 2010. And at that point, I had a like a seven, six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I was at a point where the family pressures and things were, were there. And so I didn't, you know, his willingness to step in and really take the lead. I mean, he, he really has become our leader uh, over the last 12 years. Um, but, but he was always very genuine about that, about trying to maybe we pull back on some things in the off season, And maybe it's not just saying, you know, this is optional, but, but kind of wink, wink, you need to be there. It's, it's really optional. And it's telling a kid, hey, we know – the playoffs are starting for basketball. Don't come to open gyms for the next couple of weeks or whatever. And and you have to really be proactive because kids kids feel so much pressure from every sport they participate in to be there. Um, you know that, that that you have to you have to really have a perspective as a coach. But there's no question that you know I'd rather have a kid that was on the wrestling mat all winter or on the basketball court or on the football field in the fall or on the soccer field that's played in big games and had those experiences than, than just, you know, being in the gym and working out. And I think Scott's right on that. And at the same time, you know, I get it. I mean, every situation is different and I don't, you don't want to be super dogmatic about it. And for some kids, I mean, Grant Ross is a great example. Grant Ross is what he was able to do in the off season to develop himself, to get to the peak of what he could do, you know, was probably the right thing for him. So for every kid, it's different for every family. It's different. But I think as coaches and people that are involved, we have to try to make sure that that path is there for kids to, to make those choices and do what they think is best for them. So, Hey, Adam, a, a number of weeks ago, we had, I had Zach Bond on and um, yeah. Zach, I said, what was it like playing basketball at Brown Deer, he said, man, I loved it because in football, I was the man, right? I was the guy. I was the guy that they expected, that they wanted, that they expected to, to, to make the plays, to do everything. Basketball, I, he goes, I averaged like five points a game. We won a state championship, and I had other guys that were carrying the load. And he goes, it was just really refreshing and fun for me to be a role player. And I'm looking at Logan's stats in basketball, and he averaged about six points a game. And there were some guys that were more the go-to guy when it comes to that sport. When it comes to baseball, and he's a quarterback in, in football as well, uh, you know, he's kind of the guy. So I'm sure basketball was a nice kind of relief for him. Yeah, and they, they, we've, we've got – we have so many good basketball players. I mean, it, it's really ridiculous. And I think, you know, a credit to those kids um, – you know, they, they had a lot of kids that were willing to accept, probably every kid, except less in terms of their statistics, uh, to be able to go out and dominate the way that they did and, and win a state championship. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's a great learning experience to have to, you know, swallow hard and say, yes, I'm going to do what's asked of me. I'm going to rebound or defend or whatever. And I, I think that's that's an important thing for kids to, to do. So, um, But they have a special group in basketball, and they only had – you know, one senior that started or was in their top six or seven, so they got that whole group coming back again. And 
they, they should be pretty special. Hey, Adam, thank you so much. We we appreciate your time. If you look at the bracket, um, you're the one seed. You guys will play the winner of the Waukesha South Waukesha North game, able to get past them. Um, on the bottom half of that bracket, Whitnell's the two, West Ellis Central is the seven. And then, you know, you're looking over at, at Franklin and Oak Creek, which is the lower end of the bracket. And again, as coaches, we never look ahead, but we work ahead. Um, good luck the rest of the way. And I'll ask you the same question I've asked these other guys. When when it comes time to, you know, throw your number one, if you get to that Monday, July 21st game, knowing that you may have two games, what is your philosophy as far as, you know, do we, do we go number one because if we lose, we're going home? Or is there some gambler in you that says, I may, I may throw my number two and hold my number one? I gambled once in the last 20 years and I lost. So... <laughs> Um, See, Adam, I'm telling you, I want all you baseball boys to come play poker with me because none of you are going to bluff. The good good news for Adam is I want to add, it does, being on three days rest, and there there are dynamics in play that you you never say never. I think you've got to evaluate where you're at. And, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to talk about all of our guys, but we've we've got a great group, uh, you know, some seniors, Grant going to Valpo and Vince Zipper, who's a pitcher and fielder going to Cornell College. Hey, 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 Adam! Can you can can I keep you for one more segment? You betcha. Let's do that so we can talk about those those guys. I don't I don't want to shortchange this Pewaukee Pirate team. Um, let's hold you over for another segment, and then let's talk about the kids that are leading this team, and make sure that we do a good job of highlighting, promoting, and celebrating what those kids are doing this year. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association on 1250 AM, The Fan. Before we get back to Adam Doverstein, look, we're we're watching this uh, in real time in the Euro Cup uh, 2020 because it's extended. Um, Young man from Denmark, Christian Eriksson, one of their better players, Looks like he just collapsed on the field, and they have uh, they have put a halt to the game. And if you look at, and they keep showing fans in the crowd, and you know if you're somebody with faith, you may want to just uh, close your eyes quick and, and, and a quick prayer for Christian Erickson again from Denmark. Looks like he just collapsed on the field, and they're they're surrounding him, and I think they're going to uh, probably put him on a stretcher. But boy, when you look at the people that are at that game and the, the looks on their face, it's uh, it is not good. So uh, certainly uh, pray for, for that team and, and that young man that's, uh, that's committing, obviously, in soccer at a very high level. Um, hey, Adam, and thank you so much for, for sticking with us for another segment. And I, I did not want to, uh, to close out the show without us getting a chance to talk about some of these kids. And we talked a lot about Logan, but, man, oh, man, this is a roster full of kids making a difference for your Pewaukee Pirates baseball team. Can you talk a little bit about if we can start with some of the seniors that are really doing well and, and leading this team? Yeah, I mean, we have five seniors, and uh, Grant Ross, uh, again, going to Valparaiso, Grant was having a state player of the year type season, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, he's he, dealing with an injury that happened about at the midpoint. And so he's lost a chunk of his year. It's kind of a fluid situation. But, um, you know, he's really the, the catalyst for us in terms of his intensity and the way he plays. Um, and then we've got Vinny Zipperer, who's a left-handed hitting first baseman pitcher, having a great year. He's going to play in college as well at Cornell College in Iowa. 
Um, Tanner Maroder is a kid that had not played baseball since eighth grade, and uh, he called me about a week before the season started and asked if he could come out, and that was a, a difficult decision. I won't go into all of it, but uh, all he's done is come out and, and, and be a phenomenal infielder and hit 400 for us, oh. and uh, so that's been a special thing to witness. Um, just a great kid. Uh, he was a basketball player as well as on that team and part of their core. And so, um, and then Cam Gensler, who's a utility type guy, but also hitting 400. And then we've got one other senior, Colin Kaler, who's, who's uh, had to had to step in here down the stretch uh, because of some injuries and play well. But but those guys, I've always said, you win with seniors. And there's just something about when you get to the postseason. Um, you know, that, that realization for guys that when I put this uniform on today, it could be the last time I ever do that and not wanting to let go. I, I just, my perspective is maybe Scott has a perspective on this, but there's just something different about seniors and baseball is even different than other sports because it's the, at the end of the high school career, right? It's one thing is it's a fall sport or a winter sport, but it's just different. Um, yeah, I would agree a hundred percent with you, Adam. And like I said, you, You've obviously done an amazing job, and, and the fact that you've had so many of these kids since they were little, along with you know Logan and those guys, it's it's, it's truly a family feel. Every time I talk to you or your brother, um, I, I just think of family when I when I think of your program, you know. And, and obviously that rings true with with how invested you guys in the, are in the youth. And you know, I you won't you won't find anyone say a bad word about you or your brother or the way you guys do things. And um, you know, it's been it's been awfully special to to see what a great season your guys are having and. Like you said, you got a great culture there, and, and it just continues to roll each year. I, I appreciate that. And we've got a junior group, too. Carson Hansen's a kid that's hitting over 500. He's going to probably set several school records this year. I think he's a for sure a scholarship guy getting Division One interest, and he is not committed yet. So coaches out there listening, you know, he's a guy. Uh, Nick Dolbeck's having a similar year statistically. He's pitching and playing the outfield. We've got a nice junior catcher, Jack Sandvik, and Luke Sofa is another junior. And then a pair of sophomores in Logan Schill and Gavin Bowen who really contributed. Logan's a center fielder and, and going to be a leadoff type guy for us the next two years, and Gavin's a left-handed arm. I mean, I, you know, we're 24-2. and two. We, we won 18 games in a row to start the season and, and are, you know, in a position to break school records for team batting average, for team ERA, and team fielding. So for us, I mean, Scott touched on it earlier. Summer baseball was different because Pewaukee, when I started at Pewaukee, we had 600 students, and now we're up close to 900. And that extra enrollment has allowed us to take a step as a program. But summer baseball was tough. I mean, we were consistently playing schools that were were quite a bit bigger than us. And and so we we did well in our conference, but it was sometimes banging our head against the wall. And we've taken another step, I feel like. Hey, I'm hey, really proud of our kids. Adam, thank you. Say hi to Mark for me. Scott, well done. Thank you. Have a good time at the Dells. We're up against a heartbreak. Guys, thanks a lot, and good luck this uh, this upcoming week. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.